This is Live Well Talk on Self-Care for Adults. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at Unity Point Health, St. Luke's Hospital. Join us today is Unity Point Health social worker and licensed therapist, Christy Aquino, to talk about how important it is for us to all remember to take care of ourselves. It's so easy to put everything or everyone else first, kids, husband, job, errands. What happens when you forget to take care of yourself? Good morning, welcome. Good morning. You go, on a, you go on a flight, the stewardess is uh, explaining the safety, and what's the first thing they say? Put the oxygen on yourself prior to helping others. So this is, this is a common problem that I think, uh, as a physician, been in practice for 25 years, uh, I, I always uh, would uh, counsel the spouse of someone that was chronically ill to take care of themselves because so often I would get a spouse, uh, the husband would go through chronic illness, subsequently pass away, and then all of a sudden, the wife would present with chronic medical conditions that have been neglected. And here I've known this wife for 15 years, but then I stop and realize, I go, wow, she hasn't seen a physician in 15 years because she's been so preoccupied with that. So tell us a little bit about the philosophy behind taking care of yourself first. Oh, self-care is so important. When we talk about um, taking care of others, uh, we can't be our full self unless we're unless we're really taking care of ourselves. And that means something different for everybody on any given day, any different season, the different seasons of their life um, as to what self-care means for them. Um, Somebody who has little kids at home, um, it's going to look different than if they're an empty nester. So identifying what those things are that you enjoy doing. Um, It doesn't have to take a long time. It doesn't have to take, you know, like half a day, it can be a bath, it can be, you know, something simple. But the importance of self-care so that you can function to your highest level for the people around you is so incredibly important. I think the encouragement to give individuals, particularly young mothers, uh, that it's not selfish to have self-care. That being said, mom is never off duty. I, I don't care the circumstances. Mm-hmm. My daughters, when they were little, they got hurt. It was mom was the mm-hmm. first word that came out of their mouth. Um, and that just gives me more respect as a father and a husband mm-hmm. for that role as mother and wife. But talk a little bit about how a, a young mom could look for that and still be the mother that she wants to be, but yet still have those self-cares. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times um, young moms feel very guilty when we leave our kids at daycare for an extra hour so that we can go run errands or we can go do something for us, but get a pedicure, a manicure, or whatever, walk through Target and have a cup of coffee. You know, we feel guilty taking that time for ourselves. Um, but the importance of doing that is uh, could make or break how your evening turns out, right? If I take that extra hour to decompress and kind of gather myself and regroup, when I pick my kids up from daycare, then I'm a much better mom. I'm a much better um, wife. I'm a much better, you know, significant other that I can, you know, maybe not snap at them when I'm overwhelmed and I haven't, um, I haven't decompressed from the day. So it, you know, ask a neighbor to watch the kids ask you know your husband or your spouse to sometimes we as moms feel like we have to take it all on and that we feel guilty even asking our spouse to um, care for the kids but they don't know what we need unless we ask them yeah i I get that at home you should have Mm -hmm. thought why i shouldn't have to ask you Mm -hmm. well of course you had to ask me i'm a man i'm (laughs) self-centered i'm not paying attention i'm oblivious to most things Mm -hmm. that are going on around me particularly in the home environment so yeah you do have to tell me you do have to make a list uh and that's sometimes that's a, that's a thing each couple has to work out. And certainly that's uh, something that we've addressed as a married couple over the years. But what are some small things? You mentioned getting the, the cup of coffee and it doesn't have to be extravagant. Um, can you can you tie that into perhaps exercise and activity, uh, even eating well? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what 
Give us some of those ideas of what someone could do. So a lot of times, even we as moms, we think I don't have an hour and a half to go to the gym, right? I don't have 15 minutes to drive there, spend an hour there and 15 minutes to drive home. And so we make all these reasons in our minds as to why we can't get our workout in or why we shouldn't exercise. When, you know, exercise doesn't have to be going to the gym for an hour and a half every day. Exercise can be getting out and walking or doing something in the garden or planting flowers. Like, Find something that, you know, you enjoy doing and do it because any but any type of exercise is going to be much better for your mental health than doing nothing. But if it becomes a chore to go to the gym, then we're not going to go. Find something else. Yeah. Right, that's right. Good, Find something advice. else. Um, and then as far as even with your eating, what a lot of people don't realize is that what we feed our bodies with directly affects our mental health. So what we're putting in our bodies is is going to, in, could increase our anxiety, could increase our depression symptoms, could it could um, impact our mental health in a negative way, but it all could impact in a positive way too. If we're feeding our body with the nutrients that we need, um, fruits and vegetables and lean proteins and some of that type of stuff versus the sugars and the processed foods, um, our mental health is just going to be a lot better. We're going to feel better about ourselves and we're going to be able to um, be a better person overall because we're feeling better inside. So taking care of ourselves through diet and exercise is just so incredibly important every day. I had a wrestling coach junior high that said if you do something for 11 days in a row on the 12th day it becomes a you know a habit and there is probably no science behind that mm-hmm. who knows why he picked 11 days tell us what are some ways i can that you can create something to become a habit of course you have to start out it can't be a chore right. can't, you can't be have an aversion to doing it but it may be something that you do realize it does provide benefit mm-hmm. i think we've all experienced that with exercise programs once you get into it it feels good mm-hmm. and you continue doing it and when you neglect it it's hard to get back in that routine right. give us some advice on how to make something a habit consistency 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 like that's the biggest thing that go you know we often tell ourselves we shouldn't do something we can't do something whether it's because of time whether it's because of resources whatever um and just making sure that we are doing it like even when we don't feel like doing it we know that going to the gym or getting our exercise in every day makes us feel better but we often say well I don't have time to do it today or I I shouldn't do it because so-and-so needs me at home or I shouldn't do it because the kids this or you know whatever we come up with all these different things but the consistency and making it a habit the consistency of it is going to make it a habit like it might take 11 days it might might take 21 days and it might take two three months you know for for it to become a habit for you in particular but the consistency of it is just going to be the key to it I mean, yeah there are times i don't want to go to the gym Absolutely. but you know you, you force yourself to do it because mm-hmm. you know it's good for you it's hard to say no you're you're asked to do things uh and if you're someone that has trouble saying no um i think healthcare professionals in general uh it's frowned upon to say no um i i'm impressed with younger physicians uh maybe this is with other uh associates and and colleagues that they they do have uh better boundaries than i had when i was a young physician Mm -hmm. just wanted to work all the time felt i need to work all the time felt i was dropping the ball if I wasn't. Um, it does run into who's going to care for these patients, right. of course. But help us set healthy boundaries. You know, it starts with 
Right, identifying where you need to set those healthy boundaries. Is it at home you have that guilt that you need to go straight home from work because your wife or your husband and your kids need you? Is it a personal, you know, is it work where it's a, okay, I feel bad if I'm leaving work and not helping even though I've been here two extra hours? Identify where you need to set those boundaries and what's interfering in you maintaining your self-care for me personally like I know I leave here and I change my clothes at the office so that I know I'm going straight to the gym because if I don't then I'm make every excuse in my head (laughs) as to why going to the gym isn't feasible for me today. So if I, you know, I have my system in process and I in place and I, um, I change my clothes and I'm off to the gym, I do my thing and then I'm available for everybody else. And I really had to set that boundary for myself because in my own head, I had all these other things that I needed to do. My family was okay with it. It was just me that, you know, was putting that expectation on myself. But I communicate with your family, communicate with, you know, your coworkers or whoever, and just let them know like, hey, this is something I need to do for me. And that it's really a non-negotiable. I think that's that's wise. Good transparent communication solves most problems. I've done this and I know other people have done it. You're on it, you're trying to eat healthy, trying to do a better job with that. You have a breakdown in the middle of the day. So then you say, well, I'm going to eat unhealthy mm-hmm. the rest of the day because I had this. Oh. And I was told once, and it's a great, great analogy, that would be like dropping your cell phone and then jumping up and down on it mm-hmm. because you dropped it. Uh, so, you know, I, I think tell us some ways that in your experience, what is a way to redirect yourself if you start to have a breakdown in the middle of the day? I always tell people, give yourself some grace. Like we're all going to want, if you're talking about food, right? We're all going to want that cupcake in the middle of the day to feed our emotions or that cookie or that whatever. It's going to happen sometimes. And if it happens, that's okay. Give yourself some grace and just say, you know what? I wanted that. I ate it. I'm good. And But pick up in the next, you know, food you eat and make a better choice or, or a healthier choice, a more nutrient-dense choice, you know. Um, and, and give yourself some grace. Even if you didn't go to the gym today or you didn't get your workout in today, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Just pick up tomorrow and, and put it back in your routine. Um, things happen. Life happens. We want, we can't, it, once we start depriving ourselves of different things, then our mind takes over and we're like, or we feel like we failed, then our mind takes over and says, I'm not good enough and I'm not this and I'm not that. And so we then just do nothing and we don't pick up at the next meal or the next day to make a better choice. You know, I, I'm going to ask probably a tough question. We've talked about uh, in other uh, podcast about competitiveness, mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. it just flames that everybody's life is perfect on Facebook um, you know you're making the comparisons how, how as an adult uh, do we take care of ourselves but yet not get sucked into the vortex of competitiveness and comparison that you see on Facebook and Instagram I think the big thing is to remember it's your journey. This is your life to live. It's not somebody else's, you know, you're comparing what you are doing to what somebody else is doing is only going to keep us in in a backward motion versus moving forward and moving in a positive direction in our journey. But we each have our own life to live and we each have our own journey to go on. And just because somebody spends three hours at the gym and I can't, that doesn't mean that they're better than I am. You know, just because somebody's posting all of their healthy food that they're eating um, and how everything else that they're doing throughout the day, you know, doesn't mean that they didn't binge eat on something else. Right. You know? So, I mean, what you're seeing on social media isn't real always and so just remembering that what you're doing as long as you're okay with it and you feel good about it then it's it's your journey it's your 
It's your life to live, not anybody else's. Pretty pretty simple advice, you know. Um, I do. I give the advice: just just be a little bit better person today yeah. than you were yesterday, and yeah. tomorrow will be better than today. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, uh, everything else will kind of fall into place. Absolutely. I always tell tell my daughters, you know, nobody can make you feel bad unless you give them permission to do such. So if you're upset by something. Quit giving that person or that item or that issue or that scenario permission. Mm-hmm. You didn't give it permission. Right. I, I'm paraphrasing. Eleanor Roosevelt actually had that quote. It wasn't mine, but yeah. I, I don't tell my children. Right. That. They think, <laughs> no, they think no I'm brilliant. To, of so the, well, this is fantastic information. Thank you for coming today. I know you're busy. Again, this was Christy Aquino, social worker and licensed therapist with Unity Point Health. If you have a topic you'd like to suggest for our Live Well Talk On podcast, shoot us an email at St. Luke's. CR at unitypoint.org. And we encourage you to tell your family, friends, and neighbors about our podcast. Until next time, be well.